0: What's the one thing everyone has in common when they first sign up to the gym? It's that they want the progress to come fast. Now there's a slight problem with this and it's something that impacts absolutely everybody. What I'm talking about is ego lifting. Sticking a weight on the bar that's far too heavy for your current strength level as a means to prove to yourself that you're making really solid progress. But the real problem lies in the negatives associated with ego lifting. Let's use myself as an example. When I first started the gym around 3 years ago, I was obsessed with the idea of throwing more weight on the bar. Even in that same week, I'd try to beat my last workout's weight. Now this sounds pretty good on paper, progressive overload right? Not really. The actual problem holding me back was the size of the weight increase. And I'm sure it was holding a lot of you guys back as well. So what is it that's bad about jumping the weights too quickly? Well, let's fast forward a year into my lifting career, when my gains started to drop off massively. I was stuck at the same size and strength level, and I couldn't get myself to grow. Even worse, I started to form some injuries. And I'm not surprised. Take a look at this awful deadlift. Literally an RDL. I began to drop the weight on all my exercises and shift my focus towards form. This was around the turning point when I discovered what's called the mind muscle connection and it turns out I was missing out on so much progress not using this. Here's an example from this 2021 study where a mix of 25 males and females performed the bench press with three different cues. Squeeze the target muscle, push the bar towards an object above the target muscle and push the bar towards the ceiling. In the study, the muscle activity of the chest, front delt, and tricep was measured for everyone, and all sets were performed to failure using 85% of their 1 rep max. These tests were also taken with 24 hours apart for recovery reasons. These findings show that thinking about squeezing the target muscle, or what's called an internal cue, provided the most activity in each of the muscle groups, proving that the mind-muscle connection helps to recruit more of your muscle fibers, resulting in a better contraction of the target muscle. Simply put, this is great because if we can feel the exercise burn more, it allows for more potential gains to be made. But the benefits don't stop there. There were two other improvements that also came as a result of dropping the weight. Let's go over the first one, using a better method of progressive overload. In order to grow and adapt in the gym, We need to be making things slightly harder on a regular basis. In the past, I was adding way too much of an increment to my load. And not even on a weekly basis. I'd literally be throwing 10 kilos on the bar every session. I quickly realized that this is what drove my form into the ground. I couldn't control the weight at all. I learned that you should only increase your weight when you can do the planned amount of reps with perfect form. Now, progressive overload isn't just picking up some heavier dumbbells. It could be an increase in the number of reps we're using, slowing down the tempo of the exercise, or increasing the frequency of your sessions as well. The increments I started to use were so small initially, it did take a hit mentally. It literally felt like my progress was stopping because I was just so used to smashing 10 kilos on the bar every single session. I really doubted myself that this was the right path in the first few weeks. But I kept telling myself that it's going to pay off in the long run, and it definitely did. So what's the second benefit that comes out of dropping your weight? It's the increased range of motion across the board. Usually, when we load an exercise too heavy, our bodies tend to compensate by shortening the range of motion, just so we can get the rep done. Now this not only looks really stupid, but we're missing out on the massive benefits of training with that extra range. So when we do train in the full range of motion, our workload is actually increased. We have more time under tension, which creates more muscle damage, and what's even better is that in order to get a full range of motion, we most likely need to drop the weight. This reduces joint stress, resulting in less injury and more time training. So what did dropping the weight actually teach me? Well, let me give you some practical takeaways from this video. And they all highlight the main issue that I spoke about in the beginning, that everybody wants to progress fast. When in reality, we should be patient for results. By diving into new PRs every single session, you're not only putting yourself at risk of injury, but you're also reducing your potential gains. Think of this as a long-term investment. In the long run, dropping the weight will give you more time training away from injury. You'll have better form and be able to cope with the heavier weights. I'm aware that in the short term, it may feel like you're not really making the progress that you should be. And that's completely normal. I don't blame you at all but just stick it out and I'm sure that you'll find progress not only in the long run but you'll also make better gains overall. I know there's so much more about making progress in the gym and that's why I made this next video here that you should definitely go watch. These tips alone will make it so much easier for you to make some good progress. I'll see you there.